and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke Robert. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is. And happy Thanksgiving week to all of you fine blowhards out there. We hope that uh, this week brings you many a cranberry sauce. And lots of mashed potatoes. And uh, maybe even a chicken pot pie. And a sprinkle of a nap. And a cupcake. We're going to go to New Jersey. I'm very excited because we're bringing Lily the cat. Well, we think we are. What do you mean? We said it was going to be a game time decision. We, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I commit to, we're definitely going to bring her. I'm still 50-50. I think she needs new experiences. I do too, but also it is chaotic when you bring a cat out of their home. Yeah, that yeah. does worry me. The idea that she could just run off at any second. Because, you know, we're just, we're letting her walk behind us. You know, we don't put her in a crate or anything like that. Yeah, she's going to hitchhike to New Jersey. Yeah, she's going to just. <laughs> Along with us. That's how we get there. No, we're going to do, We're of course, we're going to do all the necessary precautions. She's got a little traveling crate, but who knows? Anything could happen with cats, and that freaks me out. She hates that crate. It's not like dogs, you know? Like, if a dog accidentally gets out, the dog will just kind of stop and look at you. Like, what's going on? What's happening here? A cat's just going to take off, start a new life, become king of the jungle. Well, that sounds great, Lily. If I were you, Lily, where are you? I I just want Lily to have new experiences, and we've never spent a Thanksgiving with her. Yeah, I know. We do desperately need to. We ditch her every Thanksgiving. Anytime we get a chance, we ditch her ass and we leave. Um, This has been an interesting week for us. I feel like, I don't know, are you guys all sort of suffering at the beginning of winter? Um, Just the feeling of like the days shortening. Does that affect you? Because it definitely affects me. I look out the window, I'm like, it's 3 p.m., it's dark outside. In New York City, it's dark all the time. We don't get the sun here. That's a little known fact about New York City. Um, we we got Disney Plus. We have a lot of things to say about Disney Plus. We're trying to uh, restructure our lives here at this little reality blows abode. We're trying to restructure it around Disney Plus. Well, that, uh, that's not true. Well, yes, we are. We got Disney Plus. Ashley, thank God, Ashley has a unlimited... Um, uh, Verizon. Yeah, data. did you guys know if you have Verizon something? I don't know. Nick figured it unlimited out. Unlimited data. If you get unlimited data from Verizon, you get a year free of Disney Plus. That means for a year, Ashley and I will be living off of Disney Plus. I mean, you know, it's weird with unlimited data. I used to think that was just something that like rich people had. I was like, that is for the elite. But then when we went on the road in June, Nick and I did like a bunch of shows. We were driving everywhere. We needed Google Maps for a week. And I like was chewing through my data. And I was like, I'll just do unlimited data for this month and then go back. It was like $5 more and has made my life so much better. So Yeah, I'm very happy for it. I'm I my father and I are locked into a plan in which we will I never I cannot get out believe of. you're on a plan with your dad. It's well listen You're a grown man. I neither of us want to be involved in this plan. Many, many years ago. My parents split up, all right? They got divorced. That's right. It wasn't even that many years ago. But it happened. And in that divorce, uh, I ended up being <laughs> I ended up being on my dad's plan for some reason. I don't know how it happened. But since then, I there doesn't seem to be a way out because of extend, extending contracts and wanting to get new phones. In order for us to continue living the life we want to live is with Verizon and our phone bill. We can't. We are 
me and my father are together forever, it seems like. That's what they got you. They, you can't really change a plan if you want to continue living, using all of the love that you've been given as far as a phone goes. There are some loopholes with that. You want to upgrade? Oh, you like that new phone? You want to upgrade? That's great. You just have to extend that contract, baby. That's all. You don't need to get off this family plan. So me and my dad are going to die of old age together. <laughs> It's wild. On the same family plan. And hey, I'm not complaining over here. It definitely is uh, quite a discount on your boy's end. But for I, I, we do not have um, data. We share data. And so when you and I are on some sort of a trip, I get some phone calls being like, hey, listen, data is about, you only got about 10% of data. Yeah, that's why I upgraded out. to unlimited. And now you're living that unlimited world. And Which not got only Disney that, Plus. you got us Disney Plus. And it's only for $5 more a month. And you didn't even sign up for data, extra data based on the fact that you knew you didn't know Disney Plus was going to have this deal. You just did it in your on your own accord. It's like a special gift you got in your little. Uh, Is this a commercial? Yeah. For it Disney Plus. Like for a Verizon Disney Plus. It really does. Because um, we also have Fios. But now, guys, here's we're the thing not with Fios. Just- I have I have Verizon Fios that uh, I, I, I'm paying in way too much for. And apparently I could have gotten a year free if I would have switched to Verizon Fios around the time Disney Plus dropping. But no, because I've been a, a loyal Fios member. Are for you a years. loyal Fios yeah, member? I'm loyal. Or or counterpoint, is there no other option in this neighborhood? They've monopolized this neighborhood because we are paying too much I for think the you internet. You can get some like whack ass like MCS. Yeah, like it doesn't something, work. Something that it's either work. pay a lot know. for this one service that works or pay a, a somewhat amount for the service that everyone knows is BS. I am unsure how the Wi Fi companies operate because for some reason. I don't reason, understand how it's not a monopoly. Well, this is not <laughs> only that, is like, like I would say like once a year my bill goes up like 15 bucks and I'm like, why and it's just like like, wi-fi got more expensive yeah it's just more expensive (laughs) now i I swear i pay almost like double what i paid when i signed up for this stupid thing and it's like i don't know why i'm too lazy to figure out how babe let's give up wi-fi there's no way let's do it let's try if we lived next to a starbucks we would be living uh living living it up we'd be saving uh, you know 100 plus bucks a month Living it up. That's all you got to do is live next to a Starbucks, a Google Starbucks Wi-Fi. God, what did our grandparents do without Wi-Fi, huh? They I, had to plug in that old modem. They're fucking doing push-ups and flicking their beans, man. They ain't got nothing to do, man. Oh, my God. One time I asked my grandmother what she did without her phone because she was she made a comment about me looking at my phone. And she said, uh, I was like, what did you guys used to do before the internet and phones and social media? And she looked out the window and she said... We read books and dreamed. Wow. Yeah. Sounds boring. <laughs> you love that. I do love it. You, I do you, love it. You I do played love that it. for comedic effect, but that's your, yeah. those are your two favorite things. I love to read books and dream, yeah. I woke you out of a dream just before, and you got very upset. I was having a great dream. What was it about? I was having a great dream. What was it about? It was Christmas Day, actually. Oh, my God. It was one holiday further mm-hmm. than we're at right now? <laughs> yes, it was. Wow. It was one holiday further. Now, was that in the past, a Christmas Day of the past that you remember, or is this a future Christmas? It was a future Christmas, and it was... A, it was it, it was just a joyful day. It's hard to explain, but you know, no one I know was really in the dream, so maybe I shouldn't even get into it. Don't even. It was just more circumstance. The dream was a positive. It felt good. Don't even get into but it. But when Ash. I said we were restructuring our life, I meant our epic decluttering session where yeah. we spent the day calming through our numerous belongings and taking it to goodwill, which Nick, by the way, 
did I not, did I or did I not have to twist your arm to do it? And then once you did it, you were like so into it. Well, yeah, I, I actually decluttered. I'm not too sure what you what you gave away. I, I left this home with like four bags of clothes to donate, including sneakers, uh, the whole kit and caboodle. And you had three trash bags and I had four bags in a box. What, but what was in yours? Clothes, purses, books, and then like so many different sort of knickknacks. Remember the the Yankees yeah, you're bat right, and you're ball. Right, you're right. There was a lot of knickknacks. I'm, but we're we're planning to do this again because yeah. you need to attack your clothes. Clothes more. are next for me. I'm afraid that you're just too attached to these clothes that are in your closet that you'll never get rid of. Ashley has like a lot of at which once were very nice dresses. I, I they may still be. They just don't come out of the closet ever. Yeah, and, and you never wear, wear them. You never wore them. I do have a nice collection of dresses. What I'm more, cause I when I moved to New York, I had friends who worked in the fashion industry, and then they would pass on clothes to me. Oh, okay, and you God, can't I thought just you were, <laughs> about to what? Say, and then they would pass on. And I would get their clothes. No, they passed on clothes <laughs> to me. So like I had friends that work for Mark Jacobs, you know, and like Ellie Tahari, stuff like that. So I have like really nice dresses that I'll never wear because now I'm a comedian who wears jeans and sweatshirts. Listen, I'm a comedian who wears jeans. Get over it. That's my style. That's my style. I'm, I tell you, I, 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 I'm a tough talking jean wearing comedian. It's my stage trademark. It's my persona. Say. But I just um, I'm saving them for our daughter. Oh, that's yeah. so cute. Yeah. Because when I was a, a young gal, I inherited some of my mom's stuff. And I loved it. Nothing like getting a, a, a shirt or dress that your mom wore down to like a paper, tissue thin uh, texture. And then you wear that all through high school. And you eventually destroy it because you wear it so much. And that's what I want my daughter to have. So you're being sarcastic. Well, no, no. I want her to have that. I want her to have that experience. Except this won't be a paper-thin situation because you do not wear these dresses. Yeah, but she'll, like, dress them up. She'll make them cool, and then... You I, hope. I, yeah, she's going to be... Our daughter's going to be rad. Now, I've seen a lot of those dresses. Yeah? They suck. Nick, you don't believe that. <laughs> I do. You just said that for comedic effect. No, I'm just saying, like, I don't think that you should be that attached to a lot of this stuff. I think the next decluttering, I think you got to go for it like I did. I, I just threw, I threw everything out. Anything that I just didn't like at the moment when I picked it up, gone. Yeah, you're better at that than me. You're, like, more detached with your clothing. Yeah. Now, if we did that with your hats that line the wall, is that possible? I'm looking at 50 hats well, right now, folks, the, hanging up on thumbtacks. The thing is with the hats is I, I do like them. I wear them. So, I mean, and honestly, there there could be a day where I'm like, fuck it, we'll get rid of these. And I could do it. I could do it. Hats and shoes are your weaknesses, and then dresses I'll never wear are mine. And yet, I throw a, I throw a pair of shoes out every couple months. And you bring in two new pairs No, I don't. Week. No, I don't. I, I, I've been off the shoe buying tip. Off of it, folks. I believe you. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna continue to declutter. Our big plan is to move rooms. We want to switch. We want to swap some rooms around in our apartment. We gotta switch it up. The everything is off balance in this apartment. Have you guys ever lived somewhere where you're like the energy is not right? Okay, and either I have to move or I have to knock down a wall, change the bed, move the couch. Like it's stagnant. Something is off at this apartment. I'm ready to get out. I'm ready what? to move. I'm no. ready to move out of this apartment. No. Yeah, I think I'm done with it. No, Bushwick, man. We gotta stay here forever until we die. 
Are those the rules? That's the rules. Um, something else that we did this week is we had a sick day, which uh, we haven't had in a while, where both of us were like sick on the same day, and that we just laid in bed all day. We laid in bed for quite a bit. I can't believe it. Adults get to do that. You get to stay home all day. You think that the only kids get to do that, but adults occasionally get that, and we did it. We watched 48 hours of Southern Charm. Yeah, so guys, uh, you know it took us a long time between uh, season three discussion and the season four discussion? Well, that season five discussion is going to come a lot quicker. Coming up quick. Because we had a sick day. We did watch like six episodes Flowing through it. A lot. And then we also watched... Don't remember. Sleeping Beauty. Oh yeah, we watched the movie Sleeping Beauty. I mean, that ties into our Disney Plus. We, I just, I, I queued it up. I was like, let's just throw this on. This thing's like eighty-five minutes long. Let's throw this son of a bitch on. And we kind of thought we'll watch like fifteen minutes. Yeah, I, I wanted to see. I haven't seen that movie since I was a little little child. We wanted a flavor. It's a classic. It's just a classic. I'm not as familiar with as like, uh, let's just say, uh, a Jungle Book or a Cinderella. But uh, so we threw it on, and I'll tell you what, folks, we ripped right through that son of a bitch. Loved it. It was so good. It was really good. It's like a moving painting, and then it turns out it really is like a moving painting. Yeah, then we watched a documentary about it getting made. Yeah. And we it, got super into Sleeping well, Beauty. It, it's like, a, it's, this is a big recommendation, folks. If you guys have the Disney Plus, they have all these vaulted Disney movies. You should check out Sleeping Beauty. This is where Maleficent comes from. Okay, yeah. so there you go. If you're a big Maleficent head, well, then you got to watch the OG. You got to watch this movie. And I'll tell you what, they made the art in this movie is different than the rest of the art in all the Disney movies, okay? It's, it's a gorgeous, moving painting that you get to watch the entire time. They sacrifice storytelling devices just for like the art direction in this movie. And you can really tell the entire time I was enthralled. Um, and uh, it, at points, you're like, I don't even give a shit what's actually being said in this movie. I'm just enjoying watching these paintings move around. Um, and it's wonderful, and it's quick, and, and the characters are fun, and the songs are catchy, and uh, you like Tchaikovsky? You got Tchaikovsky! Something else we learned in the doc that I thought was really cool was that this movie was a complete success. I mean, like, box office hit. Raked in the cash, okay? Great, great, great success for Disney. That being said, they still were like, we can never afford to make another one of these. Too expensive. It was too expensive. It was a it was a box office smash hit, and yet there is no way that they could get back um, all of the money that they put into making it. And so they were like, that's it. This is going to be the only one of it that ever exists. Now, I found out uh, uh, snooping around on the Disney Plus Reddit that the movie Tangled. Do you know the movie Tangled? Uh -uh. Disney's Tangled? No. It's like a Pixar movie. I think it's made from the Pixar Oh, wait, does that have something to do with Rapunzel? It's Rapunzel's yeah, movie, right? Yeah. That movie is the ninth most expensive movie ever made ever, based on the rendering of all that hair. Wow. Rendering the hair in how in the in the graphics that they use made that the ninth most expensive movie ever made. Holy moly. Isn't that wild? That is wild. Just and, for a kid's movie. And we've never seen it. Never seen it, but I yeah. might see it. There's a lot of these movies I got to see, folks, okay? Uh, now that Sleeping Beauty got cracked on, it was so easy to watch. And I found out there's an extra tab. There's an extras, quote unquote, tab on that uh, Disney Plus where you can watch bonus features and, and documentaries. I'm going to have to watch these movies that have these uh, documentaries attached. I snooped around last night to see which other one looks like Snow White being sort of the first one that they made. Um, that's got a nice little documentary as well. It's got actually two connected to it. So I'm like, got to watch Snow White. It's been a long, long time since I saw that creepy-ass movie. 
That movie's creepy. I think it is creepy. I actually have no desire to watch Snow White. I want to watch it. I never connected with Snow White. She was never um, my Disney princess. I think mine was always Ariel. I liked her immediately. I had reddish hair. You know, she was the first red-haired gal. Um, and she was feisty. She defied her dad. You gotta watch Brave, then. That is true. I should watch Brave. You gotta There's watch Brave. There's a lot that I haven't seen. I haven't seen Frozen, and Frozen 2 just dropped. I'd like I to know. see Frozen. We should really see Frozen. We Get went this. on the Frozen ride. We That was the ride we waited for the longest at Disney, and neither of us have seen it. I'm a Disney person. I like Disney. Never seen Frozen. Never seen Wally. Never seen Toy Story 3 or 4. There's so many things out there for me, folks. I'm going to be just, living in Disney Plus for a year. There's too much content. How are we supposed to get through all this content? I watched the first one and a half episodes of Gargoyles, guys. We need to have lives, Nick. Not only that. Nick, we what? need to have lives. We do. Do you remember that night that we watched the first episode of of Rescue Rangers, the first episode of Darkwing Duck, the first episode of... DuckTales. DuckTales. You remember when we watched that? Yeah, I remember it And very then we rated well. them. This yeah. was a few nights ago when we first got Disney+. Plus. We yeah. rated which ones we like. Now, what was your favorite first episode at all those series? Darkwing Duck was clearly superior. See, I liked DuckTales. You don't even remember what happened. I do remember now what happened. There were like... Uh, there were three uh, clones of Huey, Dewey, and Louie running around the house that were like uh, a witch. That witch, evil witch lady, turned her like Isn't henchman her name into like three Duck clones. Vira or something? something like that. She's great. There's witchcraft going on in Ducktales. It's fantastic. Darkwing Duck. Too much story. They're telling too much story Darkwing up Duck front. Darkwing Duck was funny and had like actual narrative. Um, it was techniques. good. It was not as good as Ducktales. It was 100 percent better. Now maybe it gets better. But you just have like a, a like a childish allegiance to the Duck song's Tales. way better. Now we can agree on one thing though. Chippendale Rescue Rangers boring was bad. It was boring. It was bad. They didn't tell you why they were rescuing anybody. They like, didn't it tell made you no why sense. they were Rescue Rangers. It's it was the the song. I guess the intro song was supposed to set it up, but like the show had zero. It didn't make any sense. It makes and they were no like, sense. They were rescuing each other. Yeah, it's like why? It's like okay, we get it. Dale is like a maniac in a Hawaiian shirt with a red nose, okay? He's been up all night partying, doing cocaine, whatever those fucking guys do. You know, that's why his nose is all red. And now the straight-laced nerd, a.k.a. Indiana Jones, a.k.a. Chip, he's like, yo, Dale, you got to chill with the partying, man. And then for some reason, they're on a trash boat, and then Chip and Dale get caught by rats that are also pirates, and then Chip and Dale have two friends one is a hot chick who's also a mechanic, and the other is just like an Australian or like a British pilot. Pilot? I don't know. We don't know why they're hanging. We don't know what they were doing. We don't know if they're on a mission. They never tell you. It's like, this is a pilot episode, folks. Like, tell us the story. Yeah. This is no Sam and Diane, I'll tell you that, as far as story structure. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad, folks. Now, another thing that happened to us in television and entertainment news is that we saw an episode of The Challenge this week. And, um, you know, I'm going to try and talk about it without giving away a spoiler, but I will say that this episode of The Challenge, I affected me deeply. Um, and I found myself in numerous situations this week recounting the elimination to friends. People who don't watch the show, 
people who have no interest in the show, people who have actively told me to stop talking about the challenge. I went through this week's episode, plot point by plot point. I explained alliances. I explained why big moves mattered. And I explained the elimination. Nick, you overheard me talking about this. What were your feelings? I thought it was strange that you were bothering uh, our friends. Um, that's basically what I thought. I, I personally would never do that to friends unless I was trying to annoy them. Now, it wasn't. It, I wasn't upset with you for doing it. I just thought it was interesting that you have that re- sort of relationship with this show that you're able to expose people who are not friends to it and be, not be afraid of them being like, Ashley... What you spend your time on is silly. I do not want to be a part of it. I do not like that trash. I read The New Yorker. I read The Washington Post. That's what I do. That's what I'm always afraid of when I'm, I I don't like to open my soul up to folks who I don't know are like in the reality TV club. So when people are like, so do you watch these? Like when somebody comes up and you're like, you watch Housewives? And I'm like, yeah, a couple seasons. You know, like I always play it down. Yeah. And the fact that you were just like turned to the person to the lefty and you're like, you ever hear of the challenge? Well, who gives a fuck? <laughs> this episode was incredible. Sit down for the next 11 minutes while I tell you about it. I, I I feel like that was a ballsy move. What I knew that I had was an epic story. And I knew that I could hold someone's attention with this story and I could um, excite them with it. And so it was like the challenge gave me, I don't know, a little mini conversation piece. I knew that if I was somewhere at a bar, wherever, and we're hanging out with people, and, and I'm tired of chit-chatting, okay? I'm tired of talking about the weather or whatever. I would love it if someone turned to me and said, hey, I got a story for you. There's going to be some ups and downs. I'm going to take you on a journey. I just need you to strap in and know that we're going someplace. You ready? I would love that. I'd be like, give me that. And that's what I delivered to my friends. I mean, that's what you're doing. That's what a movie or a television show. That's the sort of. And I brought that to real life (laughs) at a bar. Now, is it you? Are you the person supposed to deem this that your that your story was as exciting as like a Breaking Bad? I could tell my story was great. (laughs) Well, I mean, I don't ever do that stuff, but I mean, I admit that last episode of the challenge was incredible. And if you haven't seen it, check it out. And if you've seen it, or if you haven't seen it, listen to our recap last Wednesday. Man, we had a. I mean, as compelling as the show was, I'd say our recap was just as compelling. Ashley, do you agree? I really do. I feel like you could listen to our recaps and it's like a little audiobook. You don't even need to watch the show. Well, speaking of spoilers, no spoilers in the challenge. I'll tell you what, I finally pulled the trigger and downloaded the Pluto TV app yesterday and I downloaded it on my I signed up or I checked it out on my laptop and then I eventually popped it on the Roku just cuz I was so enthralled with what I was seeing. Folks, there is a whole challenge channel on Pluto TV and Pluto TV seems to be free. I think the thing is you really it's tough to sort of choose exactly what you want to watch. I haven't been able to find like an on demand part of this app slash website in which you can just find challenges and put them on. But it there is seems to be there does seem to be a twenty four hours you just throw it leave this channel on and they just rip through I challenge love, Nick seasons. has been so confused by Pluto TV since he like <laughs> stumbled on it. He keeps being like, I don't understand what it is. It's free. 
and you're just watching live television. It does seem crazy. It does seem crazy. Because there are like a shit ton of channels. Yeah. And like, yes, but there also is an on-demand version of this. And I guess there are commercials in it and there are apps that have that where like at least you would think I'd have to sign in with my cable provider. I don't have to do shit. Yeah, that's you know wild. I, mean? I just downloaded the thing. I found the Ch- MTV Challenge uh, channel and literally was watching like I watched three episodes of Battle of the Seasons in a row. How do you have so much time to watch so much television? I, I, this was at 10 o'clock at night last night. You know, these are, I stay up way later than you. You really do. You have to know You're that. watching so much more TV than me. That's not exactly true. I mean, I would say that I watched, an, you were at the gym. Yeah. While this was happening, actually, yeah. when I when I first found this, I had already <clears throat> been to the gym that day. So don't worry about me, folks. But you were at the gym, and I'm sure you were watching television as well at the gym. Nope. Yes, you were. No, I wasn't. What were you doing, reading a book? Yep. No, you were. I was leaving a very long Marco Polo to Joe Firestone about the challenge. Oh, there you go. I don't know. (laughs) Who's spending their time in a better way? But I'll tell you what. It was fun watching Battle of the Seasons. And what was interesting to me about watching Battle of the Seasons, I- Marco Polo, by the way, is a video service where you leave like little video messages for your friends. Guys, it's so much fun. I only know by the fact that Ashley does it all day long. Nick refuses to get into it. It's weird. Well, I don't have any friends. I'd have to just be Marco Poloing you from the other room. (laughs) And it's just like, if we get Lily a cell phone, maybe I'd be into it. God, I would love that. So uh, what I found interesting about watching Battle of the Seasons, it was one of the last seasons, from what I can recall, being a team season. And it, as soon as I turned it on, their characters were just saying the exact same thing I was hearing characters say on this War of the Worlds 2 season of uh, just people being like, oh, just because I'm not going to fall in line with what everybody else is doing, my head's on the chopping block. Like this whole thing of like, People being aligned with team through team through team and the game doesn't even matter. That happens when you have team seasons on this show. And that's happening right now on the Challenge World of the Worlds too. If you're not watching, folks, it is uh, exciting and a great season as well as it being a really stressful and bad season. Mm -hmm. It's towing the line between being one of the more entertaining seasons I've ever seen and one of the more painstaking bullshit seasons I've ever seen. It's interesting. It's Regardless on w- what side of the coin you land on, it's interesting. I'm so, loving it. I'm loving it. Do, 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 do. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. We're going to yep. come back. We're going to talk all about one episode of Chopped Thanksgiving that we watched last night. That's right, folks. It's Thanksgiving. This is a bullshit episode. Also, it's got to be a little shorter than normal. Can't tell you why. Okay, folks. <laughs> what the hell? We're back, folks. We watched uh, season seventeen, episode thirteen. Wow! Of Chopped on Hulu. Okay. How I, can there be so many episodes? I thought you were going to say, "How could you remember that off the top of your head?" I'm not looking at anything. It's because I wrote it down yesterday. I have a great memory. Thank also you so much that. for asking. Also that. Um, so basically, what we were looking for is I just threw in the word Thanksgiving into all of my little s- searches on all the little different uh, places that we watch reality. And this was a most appropriate thing I saw. So we have uh, Chopped. Folks, have we talked about Chopped? I think we have. First off, before we talk about Chopped, I'd like to say that there is not enough Thanksgiving-specific reality television. If you put Thanksgiving into a search, okay, and you're looking for television episodes, quite often you get 
it, uh, some Thanksgiving and it's lumped in with a lot of Christmas shit. So much Christmas. And so it's like, no, 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 no. We'll do our Christmas episode when Christmas comes around. Yeah. We need something to talk about for Thanksgiving. Thank you very much. Surely there could be some sort of a turkey run. Seriously. Or a gobbler fest. I don't know. Come on, TV execs. Now, what's happening right now, which is I wish we just thought about because we could have been just watching this and watching this and watching this, is there's like the great Thanksgiving competition going on. Uh, it's like a six episode. Every day they air a new episode. Giada De Laurentiis hosts on Food Network happening right now. It's in his second season. It's like it starts with six competitors. It gets whittled down all the way to one champion. And that episode airs, I believe, Wednesday night. Wow. So they do. This is something interesting that if i was like i don't know if i had like a hundred more hours in a day yeah i would be watching a lot more of these like food network it's a holiday and so every day for the last week before that holiday comes up there is like a competition show they do it with most of the holidays do you remember the one we watched about halloween yes and that was incredible now we watched those like in a row like bang 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 because it was from a couple of seasons ago yeah but those happen like, so say, you know, we all know Halloween drops on the 31st, yeah. right? It's a lead up. It like starts like on the 25th and it's like every night they air another episode. Now that's fun. Yeah, that is fun. To watch that. But that's happening right now. We wouldn't have been able to see the end of it. Because... And then how are we going to record the pod? Exactly. And release it and on what are we going to do? Re- can it on Wednesday and drop a Thanksgiving episode for you on Monday? Can't happen, folks. So the best thing that we could do is we got Chopped, a Thanksgiving episode of Chopped. And what uh, Chopped is, if you guys are living under a goddamn rock, <laughs> is it's it's the quintessential uh, cooking competition show that is nice because you don't have to invest in an entire season. You can just watch one goddamn episode. Stop and saying get that. Out. Stop saying GD. Boy, well, that's what's happening. Um, so, uh, Chopped, uh, you have the, uh, dude from Queer Eye for the straight guy, uh, I forgot what his name is, and then he hosts, and you'll have four competitors, and then there are three rounds? Yeah, there, are mm-hmm. three there rounds. was an appetizer, main meal, and dessert. And, uh, if you don't know, they basically give you a mystery box of components, food components, and you have different f- ingredients, crazy ingredients that yeah. you wouldn't think go together, and you're cooking skills need to figure out a way to make a meal out of these ingredients plus a couple more that you add in and so in this episode it's thanksgiving theme so you need the thanksgiving appetizer the thanksgiving main course and the thanksgiving dessert now what i love about chopped is the backstories these people have because they can't just be chefs they can't just be like i cook they need to have an angle you know what i mean like you can't be on a reality television show and just be like yeah i guess i'm just like a pretty cool person Person? I don't know. You need to have a story. And the first chef that we're introduced to, I I think he had the best story out of all of them. I'll say it now because a lot of times these stories that these people have are just kind of sad sob stories. This guy had a story about like overcoming his own deafness. He was born deaf. Then he had a surgery where he could hear, but like it gave him being deaf in his early life gave him an appreciation for taste and smells in a way that, you know, some might say um, us, us with all of our senses just don't have, we don't have that appreciation. And this guy, he was cool. He was calm. He was relaxed. He had on a handkerchief on his head. Okay. Like all good chefs. The next uh, chef introduced to the introduced to us was a female who had been um, a gourmet chef, and then she decided to become a personal chef so she could spend more time with her family. 
And this uh, tale of woe didn't strike me. It's hard to it's hard to get beat being deaf in your first few years of life. I mean, hers was just kind of like, yeah, I just don't have as much money as I had before when I worked in a restaurant. They, she said that at least five times. She on wanted show. the ten grand so she could start her children's college fund. That's kind of nice. Okay, I don't remember that part. She I said just, it twice. I just remember her saying, "Like you, when you when you become a personal chef, you lose money." I just remember her saying that a bunch. Then we had another guy. He was from Austin, Texas. He uh, was a chef who, let's just say, like a hillbilly punk rock chef. Okay, long beard, um, but was like. I work, I'm the head chef at a homeless shelter, and I also have two other jobs, and like, I do this because I can, um, other people would be working at a five-star restaurant, but I'm here, I'm working with these guys, bringing them good food, and, um, he also had like a hunting angle, like he was like, I hunt all my own meat, he was an interesting personality, he, he seemed upbeat, which I liked. I didn't like this guy based on how big his beard was, and it wasn't covered up, and it's like, you know you're getting beard shavings in, in like, uh That food. is weird to me, to have that much hair and leaning over the food. And he works for a soup kitchen, and so, I don't know, maybe at soup kitchens they don't have, like... Because you know if he was working in a five-star restaurant, he'd have to cut that beard. It was too big. It would get into the flambés. You know what I mean? It, it would was get too into big. The, it would get into the macaroni and cheese. You know what I mean? It's Also, this- it was the soup kitchen, and he was like, he kept talking about how, like, we feed these men. Uh, I, I help feed these men. I, I want to make a good... Um, I want to make a good menu for these men. And then it cuts to everyone in the food kitchen. They were all men. I mean, it could have been like a men's deal. You know what I mean? Well, women can't eat. No, <laughs> they can't. You know that. I was, uh, that seemed odd to me. I was like, where are the women at? Are there no homeless women? There's, I know for a fact there are. Yeah. And they are also hungry. So. Maybe they won't eat there because of that guy's beard. You never know. <laughs> and then we got a Jersey City guy who's just some Cuban guy who's got also got you uh, like just a some Cuban guy in, in an Italian accent is what you just well because did. he didn't really have a Cuban accent he had like a Jersey City accent yeah and he was like hey I'm just a Cuban guy off the boat Cuban my mom cooks food I'm Cuban yeah you know, he's like his whole thing was uh, he was really trying to pull in like. I was I wasn't born here. I came here when I was one. He told and us he I'm ate Cuban. out of the trash, which I made me to, sad. Yes, I used to eat out of the trash, and now I have a Cuban restaurant. He turned kind of French there for a second. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, he, he his whole thing was that he was Cuban. His uh, he comes from immigrants. Um, and that he has started two restaurants, and his whole style of cooking is uh, a lot of his mom's cooking plus a little bit of his own flair, Cuban flair. Um, and he cooks good food. He doesn't really cook like I would say he doesn't cook gourmet pretty food. He cooks good food. Um, and honestly, this guy gets eliminated first based on his plating. Like, yeah, I mean, he'd be... well, it wasn't based on it was based on the plating. Also, it was like he burnt the onions. Oh yes, he did burn. He burnt some. He onions charred and... some shit, he and just... then he he put some stuff on a leaf, and they were like the leaf was wilted. Yeah, he, it makes no. He he did not. He seemed like the guy that they were throwing a bone to as yeah. far as getting on the show, because the rest of them seemed like they were like real, like classically trained chefs. This guy just he was just having fun. I'm a Cuban guy, and he was like yeah. when he was like. My mom would love to eat this. Yeah, my mom would love to eat this. Tony Soprano. Um, but they they sent his ass home. 
<laughs> they sent guys. They sent his ass home. You know, it's interesting with the show because they kept being like, "And what are you thankful for?" I know. They, well, first, what they would do would be like, "You burnt the onions. I don't know what's up with this plating. God, this leaf is wilted. Now tell us about your family." Yeah. And then they would like the music would change. Yeah. the 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 Thanksgiving theme of this was the fact that all the ingredients were like Thanksgiving food that they had to use. So it's like ham, gravy, turkey. What else? Brussels sprouts. Cranberry muffins? That seemed like a weird... That, is that a Thanksgiving well, thing? that's what they... It really was... There was a lot of bullshit. There was also tofu turkey in there. They, they always throw garbage in there. A rutabaga. This guy, this Cuban guy did not know what a rutabaga was, which I thought was interesting. If you're a chef, you should know what a rutabaga is. Now, I don't, I don't think I've ever eaten a rutabaga in my life, and I've definitely never cooked one. I may not have even seen one in the wild, but yeah, I, I know... Yeah, I don't know what it looks like. I know what a rutabaga... I know that it's a food... You know what I yeah. mean? Like, uh, I, I'm I'm surprised. So maybe I I thought I was not giving myself enough credit or this guy enough credit. But you, a person who cooks more vegetables than me, you don't really understand a rutabaga either, huh? No, Ash? no, I do not. I think I've had like rutabaga pie, maybe. No rhubarb you've had. Oh yeah, <laughs> then I haven't had rutabaga. I can't. I can't. I do not know what a rutabaga looks like. I had no idea rutabagas were so uh, sparse, you know, and so and not 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 caught in the wild. I think it's much. a root vegetable. If I had to guess, I Is think ba- it's a root based vegetable. On the, based on the root word root rutabaga, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I think yeah. it's not spelled that way. But okay, well, that guy that really perplexed our man up front. He didn't know what to do with and it. I think that might have been his demise in that first. So the appetizer around the Cuban guy from Jersey City cooking his mom's dishes just didn't make it. But he held his head up high when he exited the kitchen. Yeah, and that's the most important part. You have to, you have to <laughs> hold your because they do that long walk of shame on these uh, on these Food Network uh, shows. I also want to say one more thing before we get into uh, what happened in the next round. Another Thanksgiving thing they did. So they used Thanksgiving ingredients. They had people say what they were thankful for a bunch, and then in between commercial breaks, they had like a turkey gobbler sound, <laughs> and that made me laugh every. Time. They did. But we're going to be right back on chop. You loved it. I loved it because also they're eating a turkey. It seems weird to um, include a dead turkey and the noise of a live turkey. Well, that kind of falls in line with one of those things. Like we, there's a, a diner that I quite like. It's more than a diner, really, um, called Jimmy's Diner in Williamsburg. And, and uh, they cook a lot of, you know, ham bacon things lots of pork and uh on the the window is a painted picture of a porky pig like cartoon pig who's got a butcher's knife in his hand and he's cutting his own legs off and he's smiling (laughs) he's cutting his own legs off and he's looking at you smiling that's terrifying It, it really is i don't need i don't need that in life uh it's really wild that's upsetting um so uh next up we have the main course folks and uh this one included uh the basket here included turkey. a turkey that a whole turkey that so was they had uncooked to cook in 40 minutes yeah i was like that's not no one can do that yeah but they did it they did it because what they did they sectioned it off they didn't just yeah. cook the it was turkey. mainly turkey legs yeah they were kind of uh uh, uh, sauteing things and and grilling frying. things and frying things. Yeah, you know. I forget they have a deep fryer. They have a deep fryer. I mean, they got it all, man. It's it's a uh, it's kitchen stadium sort of. So that was that. Then there was the Brussels sprouts. They had some Brussels sprouts. Pumpkin included. ice cream. Pumpkin ice cream, which most of them made a sauce out of. 
and the gravy that they mixed with the pumpkin ice cream. Mm -hmm. And was there another ingredient? I don't remember. But in this one, uh, the person who had to go home, oh, unfortunately, it was the bearded man. Beard man. The beard man went home. They found a bunch of beard hairs in their food. They were like, "Uh, this is really delicious except for all these curly little pubes. (laughs) Now, why did you put those in here? I don't know. Is that something that- Your beard's too long. And he's like, "Uh, when I grew up, my dad used to put his pubes in food. (laughs) And so I thought, as a garnish, I would fry up these pubes. I kept waiting for this guy's beard to catch on fire. I'm trying to remember, why did he actually go home? Do you remember what he did that they did not like? Was he missing a starch? No, babe. He wasn't missing a starch. He burnt the bacon. He burnt the goddamn bacon. That's right. Stop saying GD. He burnt the bacon. He burnt the damn god bacon. He burnt the bacon. And then he used the burnt bacon grease to fry his Brussels sprouts. And the Brussels sprouts just tasted like burnt bacon, yes. if I remember correctly. and they were upset mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. And that's why he went home. And that's why he went home, leaving two people. The guy who was born deaf and the woman who was born in a different country, who is we haven't a... mentioned that yet. We just mentioned oh. that she is she took a pay. Oh cut. well, she 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 is not from this country. No, nope. she, she came here uh, after going to uh, some sort of a school. And uh, anyway, she's classically trained, and she seems like she's a very good chef. And she took a pay cut. And she took a pay cut, okay. guys. She said she that went like went from a restaurant times. to personal chef, and that they don't make as much money. So um, Beardo goes home. Oh, wait. One little detail about this personal chef. She said in the beginning that she cooks for a family that can't have dairy, gluten, salt, or nuts. Kosher. A kosher family. Yeah. She said a kosher family, but they also, not only are they kosher, but they also don't have g- gluten, dairy, salt, or nuts. Uh-huh. Ooh, doggy. Now, dairy, I think, is, isn't is kosher. Oh. So I, I'm not too sure about the... I just assume the other things aren't either, I know but, that salt is because I, so, I have kosher salt in the kitchen right now. Maybe she doesn't know about kosher salt and she's been trying to figure out how to make it. She wasn't it. saying that it was like they're kosher and then they're for. She was saying that all of these restrictions. So uh, she's a good chef, folks. And so in this last uh, deal, they have to make dessert. And the dessert, it's against... As we, just to recap, guy was born deaf, woman who's born a personal chef, and they're cooking. They're cooking. What were the? Oh, okay, so the 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 guy was born deaf. He cooks like a he fries up like pizza dough and makes like apple pie. With apple pizza. fritters, yeah. yeah. He said that they were like little apple pies. They were little apple fritters. They were cool looking. I enjoyed them. It seems like he may have not put enough filling to the. Uh, well, he was worried because he was using pizza dough and not pastry dough, so he didn't know how much give the pizza dough would have, and he didn't want it to explode in the fryer. So he was making it a little bit thicker than he usually would. Too thick. Too thick. And then um, the she made woman a bread pudding. Makes a bread pudding. Yeah, she made a bread pudding. They both. She. They also had fennel. She candied her fennel. Candied that fennel, folks. And then he used his fennel in the apple uh, pie filling. And um, they both of these desserts look like heaven. They did. They said the banana. The not the banana. The bread pudding was a little too eggy. And then the personal chef was like, "I like eggs." Yeah. And it was a weird moment on the show. Super weird. This is the thing with Chopped. You can't defend yourself. You can't. Because if you are like, well, I did I that. I like burnt bacon. I did that because they just like freeze frame and then they play like suspenseful music and then they show the chef and then they show the contestant. And they just shake their head. And, they just, and it's just like, oh, all she did was just like stand up for herself a tiny bit. Now, the guy who was born deaf, uh, He they had to use tofu turkey 
in there somehow and they like he like caramelized and crisp he baked, baked it them and made up, it like made crispy. It like a crunch on top and apparently it, that went over very well it was interesting how much everyone hated tofu turkey because yes, as a vegetarian a i have eaten a lot of tofu turkey in my life and this was a lot of like tofu turkey is garbage a lot of trash talking. tofu turkey isn't real a lot of shit talk in the apocalypse oh, it's just gonna be cockroaches and tofu turkey they hated it and i was like why does everybody hate tofu turkey so much i don't think i've ever had tofu turkey it's just, have you had have you yeah. had and by the way why is a is there a brand name tofurkey I don't know if there's a tofurkey. Because it's like, they should have just said tofurkey. It's so much fun to say. Yeah, I think there's got to be. There's just, I've definitely had a tofu turkey loaf. It comes in a loaf. I've never seen it like this where it's like um, like uh, deli slices. It was like deli slices. Yeah, it was interesting. I've had a tofurkey in a loaf. Yeah. Um, that sounds disgusting. It's good. It's fine. It's whatever. But it's like this deaf guy, okay? He well, he's seemed, not deaf anymore, Ash. Okay. Well, he was, he seemed like the winner. He really did. It did seem like he was going to win, but here's the thing about Chopped. At the end, when you're in your final deal, the dessert here, uh, for instance. You're not just being judged by the dessert. You're being judged by all your meals. Right. So she did seem to come out on top maybe a couple more times than he came no, out on top. No, I don't think so. Her turkey was dry. Her turkey was dry. How can you win? Okay, spoiler alert, she wins. She wins. How can you win the Thanksgiving version of chopped with a dry ass turkey i don't know i didn't i was so confused by this because like they seemed upset that like his appetizer even though it tasted well didn't seem like it was plated correctly and then they were saying that his his main course could have used a starch her turkey was dry how many times i gotta say it you but, can't, but, but, but you can't win turkey. the thanksgiving chopped with a dry ass turkey well the dry turkey you can you know, you can at least like put some shit all over it. No, that's that's what you do when you're covering up someone's bad cooking. I guess so. No, you. This is. I'm gonna write a letter. They should not have been able to win. She should not have been able to win the Thanksgiving version of Chopped with a dry turkey. It seems wrong. It does seem wrong, but you know what seems right? This whole episode, folks. It's been a pleasure. I'm super. Sorry that this is a little shorter than than normal. It just it is. It's th Nick's fault. It's Thanksgiving week, folks. We got a lot going on. We really do. And honestly, how much longer do you want us to talk about? Chopped? We could talk about Pluto TV some more. We could. I, um, I, next week yeah. we are going to be doing our mid-season weigh-in of Temptation Island. We think it's mid-season. It might be closer to the end. It might be closer to the either end. Either or, we're hooked in. We've been watching every week. Don't worry. We just wanted enough to talk about. And yeah. next next Monday, we're definitely going to talk all about that shit. It might be the only thing we talk about. So I hope you're all caught up. Yeah, catch up. You guys have a whole, you have a few days over Thanksgiving. Uh, screw your family. Go hide in your room somewhere. Hide in the den. Catch up on Temptation. Lock the deadbolt, the bathroom door. Who knows why you have a deadbolt on your bathroom? I'm not asking any questions. You do you. I'm asking questions. And then uh, log into that Bravo, uh, to that USA app and temptation yourself you know what we did bail on though nick what we bailed on the fittest couple should we finish watching that over the holiday no <laughs> guys thank you so much for listening make sure you rate us five stars on the apple podcast app uh find us on instagram we're having a lot of fun over there at reality blows podcast if twitter is your game well twitter we got at reality blows pod follow ashley on twitter at Ashley B. Roberts, and follow me on Instagram at Nick Maritato. That's N-I-C-K-M-A-R-I-T-A-T-O. Email us at realityblowspodcast at gmail.com. And as always, we love you. Enjoy that tofurkey. Tofurkey.